Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode. I hope you are having a great Monday, at least that's when this drops. And I hope you've had a good weekend. I hope there's been some time of restoration and relaxation. It is something that I've been pondering lately, what it looks like for me to kind of re-sanction the weekend as actual downtime. So as I've stepped away from two of my positions, there are far fewer hours that demand my attention as it relates to work. And so I'm going to do some practicing with what does it mean to kind of go offline on the weekends. And so that'll be new and that'll be interesting. One of the things I'll have to do with that is navigate the anxiety of not always having things claim my time and claim my attention. But I'm a pretty strong gal. I think I'm up for the challenge there. It is one of those things where as I look at some of the goals and some of the expectations I have for my life, you know, everything over the last year and a half has really kind of resorted out and reorganized. And one of the things I've had to do is step back from some of the tangible specific goals that I've set for myself. It doesn't mean I've given up on them necessarily, but I have kind of readjusted my relationship with goals. Now, in a future episode, I want to talk about the difference between goal setting versus engaging in a process of wellness. They are, you know, pretty drastically different when we prioritize goal setting versus just living out our values and living well. So we will come back to that episode. But one of the things I want to talk about today is how we attach ourselves possibly very specifically specifically to an outcome, and we don't think we're going to be happy until that outcome happens. And this is something that shows up in therapy quite often. Therapy for many people is a way to kind of parcel through their distress. And one of the most distressing things that people have is the pain of regret or the pain of dreams not coming to fruition. Those are very common impetuses for bringing people into therapy. Now I'm wondering if impetus plural is impeti. I have no idea, but if cactus is cacti and octopus is octopi, I think impetus might be impeti. But I'm not sure. That's just a rambling. But I am a language person, and I think this is a this is a good mystery. I'll probably have to solve later tonight when I am done recording. But here's the thing. When we attach ourselves to specific goals, specific outcomes, specific intentional places that we're supposed to arrive, kind of that destination preoccupation, and we kind of get rid of all distractions and we blaze a trail forward so we arrive at a certain destination, often people arrive at whatever this intended place is and experience a really jolting letdown that whenever they've arrived at this place, maybe it wasn't what they thought it would be in the first place. So for example, one of the things I want to do at some point is write a book, and my hope is that it's sooner rather than later. But I also am acutely aware that the depression rate among first-time published authors is actually astronomical. Because what happens is we attach our significance and our value to the outcome. We decide that I've arrived when I've published the book, or I'll be worthy when I've published the book, or it will really mean something about me when I 
publish the book. And what I want to encourage us to do is to take a step back and say, what is it about the dream that we're holding on to? And some of us were holding on to it very tightly. And the way I work with clients is we ask, what does the dream mean to you? Not what is the dream, but what does the dream mean to you? Because if it has to be a specific outcome, I really worry that distress is going to be a part of many people's stories. So let me trace it through with you. About a year ago, I was working with an 18-year-old young man and his life for the past three or four years has been dedicated to getting him conditioned enough so he can join the military. Except when he went and applied, the military said, I'm sorry, there's something in your record here that disallows us from inviting you into being recruited. And and this young man was devastated because he had spent the last several years just passionately working towards this particular outcome. And so when he came to me, he was kind of in the bowels of a depression. He was having an identity crisis because the very thing he had attached significant to was now being withheld from him. And so what we had to work through is what does being in the Marines mean to you? So it meant brotherhood. It meant engaging in a noble cause. It meant leading with courage. It meant skill building. It meant masculinity. It meant so many things to him. So then we had to say, where else might you be able to find these same elements that you're drawn to if the Marines is not an option for you? So might you be able to become an EMT? Might you be able to become a firefighter? There's nobility. There's brotherhood, there's courage, there's skills. It all exists outside of the Marines too. Now I get it, for you it looked a very particular way, but that door has been closed and there's nothing we can do about that except grieve and mourn and lament and be frustrated. And we can be immobilized by that closed door or we can wonder what does it mean to me and where might I be able to find a similar outcome? And unfortunately, in this young man's story, he's not yet ready to give up on the dream even though that dream has not been allowed in his life. And as far as I know, that dream will not be allowed in his life. And so he's in a grieving process and he's kind of checked out of life at this point because he refuses to say it's not just being a Marine. That same set of characteristics that I hold dear and I value can be seen in other fields and can be embraced in different ways. But he's not willing to accept that yet. And so for right now, he's kind of in a stagnant pattern. So unfortunately with clients, we often do see that stagnancy because they're refusing to move beyond what the dream is. And they're not willing to look at what does that dream mean to me? So I was talking to a coworker the other week and she said that she was working with a client and he has a very specific dream about living in the woods. Except right now, that's just not an option. It's not something that's realistic based on his resources, based on his particular context right now, based on what he has available to him. And so he's adamant that he will not be happy until he goes and he moves to the woods. And she and I were talking and she said, you know, Steph, I'm not really sure where to go with this. And I said, you have to figure out what it means to him. Is it the pinnacle of success if he's able to get this particular house? And might there be other substitutes for that as of right now? Is it something about that particular location, that particular geography that's nostalgic for him, that's meaningful for him? Is there something in his family history where this particular property is significant because it would be an homage to someone or something? We have to figure out what it means to him if we're going to expand out his vision and say, okay, this is what it means to you. Where else might we get that same sense of victory or satisfaction or potential happiness? Now, the bummer is if we're living 
our life in a goal-oriented posture where we're only going to be happy when we arrive at a certain destination, that is a recipe for longitudinal unhappiness, unfortunately. So again, a future episode, I'll parcel through that a little bit more. But it is imperative that we understand not just what the goal is, but what does the goal mean to us? And are there other ways to achieve that same outcome or that same victory? So I talked to you about writing a book, but the reality is I had to step back and say, okay, what does publishing mean to me? And I do think I have a little bit of mixed motives there. I think part of it is I want it to be on my headstone someday, Stephanie West author. That Maybe that's a vanity thing. I think for me, it's more of a, I have the skills and I have the ability and I want to see if I can do it, but there's probably some ego wrapped up in it. But the other piece, the piece that I can do something with where the flexibility is, is I think of who I was 15 years ago and the desires that I had 15 years ago and the lack of resources I had to walk forward 15 years ago. And I personally at age 35 want to help fill some of those gaps that I experienced 15 years ago. So I want to write a book that is accessible to young adults who are in life transitions, who are able to have somewhat of a basic understanding of things like anxiety, why transitions are so hard. I want to normalize bringing mentors into our stories. I want to be the voice that I needed 15 years ago. Once I was able to pinpoint that, the cool thing is I can do that in a variety of ways. I am living out my vision right now, and I hope to be an author at some point, but it's no longer for the sake of just being an author. It's not that identity piece. It's a way to contribute to the big picture. In the meantime, I'm doing my YouTube series. Of course, you can follow along at West in Progress. I'm also writing for a blog. Okay, that one's called Relationship Matters Women United. And then there's this podcast. I feel like I have to plug this one. It's called Healing Through Pain. You can find it on SoundCloud, Amazon, Spotify, iTunes, you know, wherever you can hear quality podcasts. I can reach my objective of distributing content that I would have wanted 15 years ago, and I can do it in a whole host of ways. I use Facebook. I use Instagram. I am still trying to figure out TikTok. That one's a mess so far, but I can reach my objective in a whole host of ways because instead of saying I have to be the person that wrote the book, I stepped back and said, I want to connect people to content, and I can do that in a variety of ways. And I do have mixed motives, but once we kind of step back and figure out kind of big picture stuff, there's movement that can be made. So I want to ask you, do you have goals? But maybe right now they're not achievable. You can ask yourself, what does this goal mean to me? And are there other ways I might be able to meet this particular objective? If the motive is I'll be happy when, I want you to reconsider possibly you need to do a deep dive into why you're not allowed to be happy now. There's something going on there that if you have to have a specific outcome to be happy, I think you need to come see someone like me, someone who's a therapist, where we can talk about your value without being a producer. Frankly, I've sat in therapy for the last year and a half, and I think that's one of the reasons why I've been able to step back from the adamacy that things have to look a certain way in my life. But we can ask ourselves, what is it about this dream? What is it about this particular outcome? And is there another way to meet that same objective? Hopefully that gives you something to process through and something to consider. We can meet our values in a whole host of ways. If you're convinced it only looks one way, I worry for you. It doesn't mean you can't do it. You might be able to go out and do precisely what you're wanting to accomplish. But imagine if it didn't have to be so rigid. Imagine if there were multiple ways to meet the same goal and you suddenly had choices in front of you and there were decisions to be made. And instead of having one right path, you just have options. That's what I want for myself. And that's what I want for each of you. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. 
Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.